0: The ones where he's lying on the floor in a puddle of his own puke.
1: That's the ones, yeah. Let's see how this goes. (laughs) Oh, so. uh, Yeah, that covers it. Uh, Episode 11. (laughs) Brought to you by two giant end-of-day (laughs) sighs. Sighs. Get them at where you work. (laughs) How was your day? I'll tell you about mine after you go.
0: Uh mine. What today wasn't so bad. Monday, I came back from uh, like I took the Friday before Thanksgiving, so I had like from I, mean, I had been off. I been You were eight, off for a long damn eight, time, eight. yeah. Yeah. So I walk in at a you know walk in a little before eight. Somebody's like, "Hey, how was your holiday?" Duh, duh. And then I get this page. Steve, come to Rosie's office immediately. I turn to head back there. And it's like, department after department is like, did you know the server was down? Did you know the server was down? The server's off. You just walked in, right? Five minutes, maybe? Maybe. And uh, Monday never got any better.
1: (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, you know, welcome back. (laughs) Well, let's see. Let's just say, for an example, you work for a major online retailer.
0: And And let's just
1: say that major online retailer has decided they want to, in addition to the services they provided for a couple of decades, become a financial institution as well. Oh, yeah. And then let's just – those two maybes out there. And then let's just say this morning, in your new financial institution capacity, you go to make a payout to – anyone who's enrolled in this new financial service and the batch processing doesn't work. (laughs) So then you send out theoretically an email that might suggest that, um, the fault lies with the, the, uh, members financial institution. So tens of tens of tens of, Add, keep adding zeros to that. People call their banks and find out it's not an issue with their bank, but, oh, with the financial institution processing the payments. Oh, man. So then they start calling. Oh, man. And they call for nine hours.
0: Oh. You have
1: the same conversation for two hours straight with different people, saying, <laughs> no, no, it's not the fault of your bank. Uh, it's on our side an issue with the batch processing they're working on it later in the day you get the opportunity to say it's been fixed and they've sent the money out but for the first half of your day you have a conversation that goes like that that's how my day-to-day went yeah oh yeah cheers to it
0: Oh, well, there you go uh, to uh to testing to top-notch <laughs> to, testing to
1: being in over your head at the holidays that's what that is
0: yeah, not let's not roll this out. Say, you know, springtime, low volume. March, March be good. You know, no, no. Holidays. Let's start. Valentine's is over. Wait a minute, you've made it through Christmas, New Year's, and Valentine's Day. You basically can gear up for Mother's Day. Yeah,
1: yeah. but or let's you know. let's just just shove as many people onto this new. Sketchy platform as we possibly can in anticipation of the holidays. Let's do that. Let's just do the critical testing in real time. Yeah, oh, yeah. Good plan. <laughs> With, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm I, no IT whiz, but I can tell you that's a bad idea.
0: Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, I was going to say, as somebody who uses that selling platform from mm-hmm. time to time. I uh, I prefer the old method. I was going to ask high you tonight. Have mm-hmm. you? um?
1: <laughs> I've had that conversation several times over the last week. That was where I kept my money. Now it just goes into the joint bank account.
0: Yes, you know, it'll, I've it'll, had
1: that conversation several times.
0: A nice pile of toy money. Secret I money. I can do with it what I want.
1: With Steve's yeah. secret stash. So based on the way this conversation is going... You've been opted into this new sketchy financial platform, haven't you?
0: I have not been. You have not they, been. They, they, they say you should get on board. You should get on board.
1: Well, let you me just tell you this: you, you're not going to have a choice, or they're going to freeze your account. Well, it's well, going to become mandatory. When was that? Oh uh, well, no, it's 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 a continual rollout. So it, they want to have everyone rolled out onto this new thing by the end of 2021. So oh well, see you're that's fine. the thing.
0: I, I was not going to worry about it because. You'll know. I, have a, I have a dwindling pile of things to sell on this platform, and uh, my hope was to basically, you know, take advantage of Cyber Monday and basically just blow out any piece of crap I could find. That <laughs> How'd you do? Yeah, I was like, hmm. Uh, let's see. I could sell for five dollars, so I'm going to put a, a bid of a dollar ninety nine. Buy it now for five ninety nine. And somebody who's in a hurry, <laughs> uh,
1: you're you're a retail genius. How'd your Cyber Monday go with that strategy?
0: It actually worked. I've sold some crap I need to get rid of.
1: Good for you. Now yeah. you just have to pray that the the uh, the carriers get it where it's going. That's that's putting a kibosh on my uh, interest in selling right now because <laughs> I'm just dealing with the continual carrier issues on a day to day basis. It's, it's it's jading me because I needed more jading.
0: No, yeah. Everybody needs to be more jaded. No, I uh over the summer I would sell stuff on this this platform.
1: Thank you for playing along, by the way.
0: No problem. But anyway, I would I would sell it on this platform and I would follow the tracking. And um because the post office was dealing with COVID issues mm-hmm. and that jack off that they they hired to fuck <laughs> up the election. Um he, has he been fired yet? I no, he's not. But I think the clock just runs out on that guy. Like, well, I
1: don't know. They're talking about fire and bar now. So who knows?
0: <laughs> what did? To what purpose does that sir?
1: <laughs> he, hurt, he hurt somebody's feelings. At the, he, yeah.
0: The frog hurt the orange man's feelings. There's <laughs>
1: no. Uh, now I'm stealing Pat Oswalt's Oswald's sound effect. <laughs> okay i'm not gonna lie i'm enjoying the hipster podcaster look in the screen is that
0: a kingdom come hat by the way
1: it is it's my kingdom come superman beanie
0: there we go anyway uh no but i i the shipping services uh so like i said the the post office covid and the jack wagon um that'd be a great name for a movie covid and the jack wagon (laughs) (laughs) think
1: isn't it clint eastwood and lee marvin (laughs) Some people are going to have some free time.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, buddy comedy, they ride around in a car causing crime. <laughs> One step ahead of the man. One step ahead of the man. Yeah. Yeah. Banquet
1: beers. He's bounding down. Just saying.
0: <laughs> I was going to say. And it is Jackie Gleason or somebody who can, you know, it's, it's Jack, it's John Goodman, uh, you know, uh, channeling. <laughs> With Pat Oswalt as Junior. <laughs> oh, we're
1: okay. Side note: We're recasting a we're casting a remake. <laughs> okay, all right. I like where this is headed. So, welcome to tonight's special segment: <laughs> reshooting Smokey and the Bandit
0: <laughs> with John Goodman and or or Pat, either that or, or John Goodman and Pat Oswalt as. Um, the uh, Biggie and Little E, yeah,
1: that, that kind of. Actually, I kind of like that a lot. Yeah, so we need someone kind of on the tail end of their career to be uh, Buford T. Justice. Let's see. Oh, I got. I have the Bandit. I have the Bandit. Okay, I'm. I'm, I'm calling my shot. Chris Hemsworth is the Bandit. Ooh. Oh no 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 no. Okay. Oh, yes. The- okay. Matthew McConaughey's got to be your bandit. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, all right, all right, <laughs> good buddy. <laughs> ah, I would pay top dollar to see Matthew McConaughey as the bandit.
0: Oh, man. Grow his stash out like he had in the Dallas Buyers Club.
1: <laughs> and he's got to have a Tesla. <laughs>
0: which which would really put a damper on things. You can only go like 300 miles at a time. <laughs>
1: Well, then you do one of those like uh, those like jet flybys with the with the semi. Pa-chink. Oh yeah,
0: and he plugs into Iceman semi. Yeah, there it? you
1: go. That's what I'm saying. Anyway, oh, yeah. okay, okay. So we got so go go we, I... we got McConaughey, we got Hemsworth. We need <laughs> we need a frog.
0: No, um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Who's
1: our Who's our leading lady in this spectacular uh, thing?
0: Uh, uh, go with um, um, uh, Kate Hudson. Yeah, well,
1: yeah, that was my first thought, too. She's got that kind of quirky <laughs> Sally Field thing, but she and McConaughey have a spotty track record together.
0: Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> Jennifer Ward. I think
1: they made like eight movies together already. I don't know.
0: Yeah, well, they No, they made one movie together. They just filmed it eight different times.
1: What about, what about, maybe she's too tough now, but what about Charlize Theron as the frog?
0: Yeah, I think she's too tough.
1: Yeah, she, she's Furiosa and Old Guard now, so she doesn't work. Um. Okay, I got one. Okay, I got I got Elizabeth Olsen. A little under the radar, but she's a little quirky. The age difference doesn't bother me so much on that.
0: No, because I don't think it actually it looks as bad. It wouldn't yeah. look as bad on film as it would with the uh, with Charlize Theron. Because you'd be like, is is that his mom? <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Yeah, let's do let's do Elizabeth
1: Olsen as frog. I like it. All so right. we're back to Buford and Jr.
0: Buford and Jr. Rob let's Riddles sure. Jr. yeah. <laughs> he's, a, he's a little scary to be junior. Actually. Yeah, he can play dumb. He can play dumb. Yeah. There's a movie out there called uh, How to Be a Latin Lover.
1: I've not and seen you- that one. I've seen commercials for it. It,
0: it's cute. There, there's scenes in there that are actually really, really funny. Is that this guy? He's, you know, he's a gold digger, right? That's that's been his goal in life is to be a gold digger. And the, the great opening scene is is the old lady wife is in bed, and he he sits up in bed, and then he just stands up and he starts moving because he's got one of those hoverboards. <laughs> so he hoverboards to the whole house. Which is a great scene. The rest of the movie is kind of you know by the numbers side of the side, right. kind of a thing. Another great scene is uh, is now he's got a he, he's he's been bounced. He's got to find a new you know new sugar mama, and it, it's Raquel Welch. He's trying to 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 move in on. A fella could do worse. Yes, but he's he's older now. He's got gray hair, so he goes into the. He's trying to make his move, and he, he gets like shoe polish. and darkens his hair. And his chest hair, so he darkens his chest hair, right? And he goes in there. The opening scene is him coming out of a pool at the beginning of the movie, all sexy like. So here now he's got all the, everything's jet black. He jumps into the pool, splash, Squidding. He leaves This oil, <laughs> like. <bar. laughs> I mean, it's just this big stain, this big skid mark of the stain in the pool. He gets out, and I mean, just the color is running down. Ah, The full Giuliani effect. Okay, I I have (laughs) Buford.
1: I have Buford, and I have rationale. So in the original movie, Buford T. Justice was played by Jackie Gleason, once the biggest star of his day, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: on the backside of his career, perhaps a little maligned.
0: Yeah, but he hadn't quite done the Pro slavery epic, The Toy Yet.
1: Well, that movie's funnier than anybody has any right to be, but that's (laughs) Richard Pryor's doing. But um, Mel Gibson is Buford D. Justice.
0: (laughs) (laughs) With Rob Riggle as Jr. Okay, now that one actually is very funny. (laughs) All right, so here's our cast. (laughs) You're not going to get these and get these Jews. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Come here, shirt tits Exactly. That totally works. <laughs> All
1: right, so here's our cast. Hollywood, if you're listening, you're welcome in advance. When you get ready to remake <laughs> Smokey and the Bandit when COVID's over. And it's only a matter of time. Because we're Somebody's got to have the bar napkin the original was written on. Somebody give... Oh, Bert's dead. He may have taken that with him. Um, so we got Matthew McConaughey as the Bandit, which... I totally love because I can totally see him channeling that late seventies Burt Reynolds vibe. That is, I like that with Elizabeth Olsen uh, as frog, Chris Hemsworth as, as snowman. I love that. There
0: we go. Sorry.
1: (laughs) The only, I did this on Gonzo geek a long time ago, and I might still stick with my original. I like Hemsworth. I also would, would lobby for Danny McBride.
0: Whoa. as
1: just the crazy-ass redneck, because that's all he can play. But <laughs> I love but that
0: But you pitch, he could double as as uh, Buford, too. Yeah, or
1: Junior. Or Junior, yeah. Oh, imagine him as, as Mel Gibson's Junior. <laughs> anyway, we got Danny on standby, in case we need to fill a role, if somebody comes down <laughs> with COVID. So we got Chris Hemsworth as Snowman. We'll find a Basset Hound for Fred. Um... Oh, the diamond dozen <laughs> yeah exactly i'm sure there's a shelter somewhere uh we got help gibson and rob riggle as buford t justice and junior and finally we got john lithgow and Pat oswalt john, john goodman i'm sorry john goodman although, although lithgow, john- lithgow would <laughs> work but i think i like goodman better i think i can see that better john goodman and Pat oswalt as big and little enos respectively uh-huh i'd pay to see that we are geniuses
0: no kidding. But <laughs> we've that. All for. brought to
1: you by Currys. <laughs> which you gotta,
0: yeah. Which of course inspired the Smokey and the Bandit movie.
1: Exactly. I tried mm-hmm. to explain to my children why it was a big deal back in the day. I'm like, but it's at every, it's at the grocery store. I'm like, yeah, but used to be it wasn't. Never mind.
0: It stopped at what the Mississippi. Yeah,
1: yeah. You couldn't have it east of the Mississippi. Wasn't that it? I
0: think so.
1: Yeah. So,
0: so anyway, what is it now?
1: Was wow. a thirsty in Atlanta and there's beer in Texarkana So we gotta bring it back no matter what it takes. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm gonna redo the song now. Are you ready? Eminem Nope.
0: Kid no. Rock. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Kid Rock with the remake of the Jerry Reed classic. So he's bounding down, down.
0: Yeah. In a pinch, Kid Rock could be a snowman. <laughs>
1: okay have you ever speaking of movies that are stupid and shouldn't be as good as they are have you ever seen joe dirt
0: not all the way through like nobody lets me watch it all the way through
1: it's so stupid but so funny and he's in that as like the douchebag towny kid in the camaro which is you know mm. either perfect casting or typecasting or both i'm not sure which
0: probably both
1: yep so <laughs> you got any moon Knight news no, no Moonlight News this week. Well, I have something I'm going to throw up with the show notes. A week or so, a week or two ago, the wife and I were out doing some returns because, you know, wives and returns. And we were, I think we were at Marshall's or Home Goods or something inside, wandered off, as I'm prone to do in those stores. And there was a Marvel cookbook. In the, oh. uh, in the in the literary section at Marshall's and it's what had various uh, character themed recipes and I got very excited much to my wife's to miss, dismay <laughs> I'm looking for the picture now um, when I discovered the, the page that had Moon Knight's Chicago Dog Pizza Moon Knight's and,
0: Chicago Dog Pizza
1: yes and she was even less amused when I made her stand in the middle of the store and hold it up like this so I could take a picture <laughs> of the two pages yeah tried to explain why this was important for the podcast. She didn't get it. So I will post the recipe for Moon Knight's Chicago dog pizza, uh thus fulfilling our self-imposed it's moon, Knight moon, moon yeah. night content. Yes. Okay. There you go. Well, you know, Babe and I did hot shows last week. I saw the pictures. Was it yes. everything you hoped it would be? Um yeah, it was it was it was rough. <laughs> okay. That's kind of what it looked like. I didn't want to say it. I was going to let you okay. lead that conversation.
0: So, one, it was it was meant to be rough. It was not going to – I mean, I just threw nacho chips on a plate. You made a dip. And, you know, so in terms of the, the artistic critique, okay, probably should have just melted the Velveeta, skipped the retail, no, okay?
1: Yeah, then it's – now then you got no the, – that's the cho and <laughs> the nacho. Yeah. The, 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 the heat is the cho. Yeah,
0: the, well, there was plenty of heat. And then we – Nathan – it's hot dogs, so that okay. was a big deal. Papa hot dogs, and, and yes, I mean I very carefully split these in half and then cubed them in the little tiny cubes. Now, how'd um, you prepare
1: the dogs? I'm curious.
0: Um, just uh, nuked them. Okay, well, that could be a part of the problem. Might have been part of the
1: problem. <laughs> at least thrown them, thrown them in a skillet or something, dude. Exactly. <laughs> Crisp those things up a little bit.
0: Again, that's the that's the whole you know the the, the, uh let's break this down let's do the post mortem you know yeah nacho cheese okay we did the velveeta cheese the rotel probably should have done mild and not fun flavored or whatever the fuck I picked out
1: what is fun flavored rotel what the hell is in that
0: it was it was too it was too spicy is what it boils down to okay so um, probably should have dialed that back and just gone with you know, basically like velvety cheese melted on the chips with bits of hot dogs thrown on. Then I think it would have been a much better dish.
1: So room, for improvement. room but, for improvement, but a good running start. See, I did something good running start room for improvement for dinner last night. We were just doing, you know, burgers and fries. Cause it was Monday night and uh, wasn't it? No, it was Tuesday night. It's Wednesday. I've lost all track of time this week. Anyway, I decided for jet cause, my wife is a vegetarian as you know my youngest has decided he's a vegetarian too now so whatever i'm cooking meat it's just for me and the oldest so i decided you know i've got this ground beef i'm gonna do some smash burgers but i made the patties too thick <laughs> i didn't get them i didn't get them small enough so they smashed thin enough so i ended up with they were good burgers they t- ended up coming out well but they were too thick to be thick burgers or they were not thin enough to be smash burgers so it was somewhere in between So i just think i had fried hamburgers which was not my goal, but I know where I messed up. So the next time I can get smashed down. Good running starts, <laughs>
0: culinary adventures, good first tries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think my problem, you know, the hot dogs. I mean, we use Nathan's hot dogs, but you're right. It probably should have found a way to, to crisp them up better.
1: Yeah. So here's here's what I've learned. Um, have I been? Oh, like when I do like sausage or something, and when we when I don't throw it on the grill because you know I can't grill most of the year here, um, I'll put just a little water in there and then let it steam the sausage and then then crisp it up after that. So uh-huh. for what it's worth, get the, right. get, get the get the casing fun. a little
0: crispy so it has a little crunch to it. That would work. That actually would work a lot better. Than, than our sort of half-assed experiment. of let's make nachos. Well, you were on vacation, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't count. And my 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 in-home enabler. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Is this the daughter you've raised to be your own enabler?
0: Pretty much. Pretty yeah, much. okay. I, I mean, you know, uh, the, the Chris Monica shrub that I have.
1: <laughs> nice, I saw the picture. Very
0: nice. With my, my, my three or four Hallmark Hanukkah ornaments. We are in Hallmark. We saw this one. I go, ooh, that's a pretty good-looking Star of David. You know, <laughs> which is a strange thing to say out loud, but we did.
1: Especially when yeah. you're not Jewish, I don't. And <laughs> we're going to circle back to this story because I think we need some context But because I know the story, but continue, and then we'll circle
0: back. Yeah, we'll go back. Um, Chris Monica, yes, the moon night of, of holidays. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> But no, so 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 anyway, I, I end up having a bunch of, of hall of Hallmark or glass Hanukkah ornaments and you know, we're in the store and I turn to my daughter, she goes, that should have their own tree. And I was like, You mean like a silver tree? And she's like, Yeah, perfect. And no sooner as we say that, I turn around and there is a five dollar silver tree.
1: What do we always say that is?
0: That would be, you know, a moral imperative. That is correct. uh, Thank you, thank you, Val Kilmer. (laughs) So it's nice. I have it set up on behind uh, the basement. The finished basement has a bar, so it is behind the bar. Um, Which and it. it,
1: Why are you not broadcasting from your built-in bar?
0: Um, You know, because I'll do that next week
1: just saying <laughs> ambiance dude
0: a Mirror Bart back there so mm-hmm. you see me in the back of my head although <laughs> okay. now you see me in the chris monica bush see, so uh, at
1: least for the for the holiday season on the, Mon- on the next one we do i'd like to see you next to the bush that's did. what she said
0: <laughs> boom that's okay oh my god you know my mind gets a little scruffy the hell do you say I know. So I was wearing a mask and and somebody's like, you need to get that trimmed up. You look like a hobo. I go, either that or a 70s bikini photo. Take your pick.
1: I ran a couple of errands after work yesterday and my wife, I got home and my wife was like, your beard's all scraggly. Did you not brush it this morning? I'm like, yes, I did. And then I ran errands and put on a mask. (laughs) And suddenly, I'm John Mulaney. (laughs) (laughs) Watching a lot of John Mulaney stand up, so clearly the cadence is taking. <laughs> I
0: told you, my daughter, she, babe watches that, watches John Mulaney. She also watched Pete Davidson. And so she goes, <sighs> and I told you this when she goes, Let's watch the Pete Davidson special. I go, You seen this already? She goes, Yeah. I go, he's probably a bit rough. I've heard his stuff on you know Sirius XM. And she goes, Yeah, it's fine. So then he's doing this routine about having sex and all this other stuff. And now it's a contest of wills between me and her to see who's going to become more uncomfortable and leave the room. <laughs> Winner, You're
1: the man, man. Speaking Out. of stand-up comedy, this is where I live in Austin. I'm on the west side. I'm huh? Kind of in like a, everything's developing west because it's developed in every other direction. So where my house is used to be fields. And there's a fairly historical. Uh, bar slash amphitheater at the corner <laughs> at the top of the hill, the Nutty Brown amphitheater shout out Nutty Brown. And they do when things are normal, they do kind of like Texas of country, some like, you know, mid-level on their way down guys. They had whatever, is still in
0: sticks, fair circuit, right? What's that? Not quite the state fair circuit.
1: Yeah. They're a step above that. Definitely. They're still able to draw a decent crowd. Uh, they don't have to have forced entry that's what she said um <laughs> so but earlier before COVID hit they had whatever whoever still consists of sticks scheduled to come and Joan Jet and the Black Arts were coming and I was going to go to that one I'm like I've seen Joan Jet once I'd like to see her again and so COVID hit everything got scrapped the place has been dark for months they had a few you know weekend shows here and there socially distanced allegedly the photos didn't really bear that out and then one day i was going somewhere and they have a marquee that you know it's it's still the old like hand-lettered sign so as somebody's show goes off the shows move up so you kind of get it's like your own concert calendar driving by and i was going somewhere to do something and it said whoever whatever and then it said bill burr damn and i'm like wait what one of these things is not like the other. Wow. <laughs> and lo and behold, I looked and Bill Burr is doing four shows over two nights at this amphitheater at the top of the hill. Nice. And I looked and as much as I like Bill Burr and I might be willing to pay Bill Burr prices of 60 or a hundred dollars in a non COVID environment, I'd even at that place, I'd even pay it. But like, I've seen the pictures of the shows are doing, everybody's on top of each other. And I don't want to be that close in this environment with the Bill Burr fan base. Because <laughs> I think it's going to be a bunch of like, you know, sparkly did frat bros. I love Bill Burr. I think he's really funny, but I'm not sure that's the crowd I want to be in in COVID.
0: you so get going. a lot of the hand in the pocket, the one hand with the beer and the drink and the, that kind yeah. of short.
1: Yeah, so I passed. And it's he sold out all four shows, so God bless Bill Burr. Um, But yeah, I'm not going (laughs) My wife was like, yeah, if you want to go I'm like, I looked, I'm like, it's 60 bucks for the cheap seats And it's outside in December And yeah, I'm good
0: Yeah, now see, outside December for you in Texas Might be a little (laughs) bit better than outside December In the Midwest Uh, Yeah, that's fair Although we got
1: down into the 20s Monday night So, but it Better than us you know, okay. It
0: happens.
1: Yeah. So yeah. I feel like I had something else I wanted to talk about, but I don't remember what it was.
0: I got it. No okay. Oh, damn it! You're supposed. To,
1: um. Oh, oh, I know what it was. I know what it was. So, I read. Uh, I read scar tissue by Anthony Kiedis since last we recorded. Oh, okay. I've I've been you know. Flirting around, flittering around that book for years. I'm like, ah, oh, this might be interesting. You know, since he nearly killed himself a couple of times, so I was between. Betw- I was between uh reservations on my virtual library books. I'm like, okay, well, I'll grab this one. And first things first, it's a wonder he made it to become a Red Hot Chili Pepper. A, okay. <laughs> I mean, well, his his parents d- split whatever when he was a kid. His mo- born in Michigan. And his dad, drug dealer slash actor, quote unquote. Um, the only thing I can, I looked at his, I looked up his uh, filmography. Okay. The o- only thing I knew that I'd ever seen him in, he was in the original Lethal Weapon. Okay. He was the guy holding up the Christmas tree lot. It's long shot. I knew it was a Hail Mary in a bad, bad zone. So that's the only thing I could could, could say I'd ever seen him in. Anyway. But so he supplemented his acting income, selling drugs and using Anthony as a prop and sharing uh, the goods with him starting when he was like 11.
0: Oh Jesus.
1: Yeah. So um, yeah. So the fact that he was a junkie is no big surprise, but uh, he broke his back in high school when he and Flea were jumping off of Apartment buildings in l a into shallow pools he he totaled a car into a tree in Michigan yeah. um, so <clears> the <throat> drugs were the least of his problems um and I told my wife last night I was like um it's a good thing he moved to l a in the seventies because given his story and his predilection for underage girls if he'd have stayed in Michigan he'd have been doing a hard time
0: um or or he would he'd be. Kid Rock to being Kid Rock.
1: <laughs> well, that's possible. Well, I'm not sure everybody was ready for Kid Rock in the early '80s, but mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, like, but again, like the the aging hippie parental figures in the Hollywood Hills, circa mid '80s, uh, lent themselves to his his particular uh, proclivities. I mean, somehow he convinced Ione Sky's mother to let her move in with him at the age of 16. And he was 24. And my wife was like, he named names. I'm like, well, that's the only person you would have known. So that's the only name that he gave a last name to everybody else had just a first name and an age. Um, But yeah, at some point it stopped being an interesting, my point of all this is, and I do have one at some point it stopped being an interesting life story. It just turned into a self-help 12 step book. And he lost me. Cause then it was like, Relapse, find another girlfriend. Relapse, find another underage girlfriend. Relapse, make an album, find another age girlfriend. It was like the last 40% of the book was the same chapter over and over. And I'm like, "Eh, yeah, I'm done. So I did finish it. It wasn't what I was hoping for. It was a little disappointing. Sorry, Anthony.
0: Yeah, it is what it is. One of Babe's friends who's 15 now. But there was like an 18-year-old boy you know, sniffing around. Mm. And her parents like, we don't know what to do. I was like, I got an answer for you. You just pull them aside one day and say, hey, man, I'm not sure what your intentions are, but if you don't stop hanging around with my daughter, I'm going to make a couple of phone calls and you're going to have to go door to door for the rest of your life and introduce yourself to your neighbors. I clear with this? <laughs> because I will run you out on sex charges." <laughs>
1: I was, I was like the one who's like, son, I'm not afraid to go back to prison.
0: One of the guys that we, we used to buy furniture from, he was great. He's a big guy. He's actually 6'5 to begin with, huge guy. He goes, you know what? I told one of these boys, I said, you go out with my daughter. You do whatever you want. You guys go out and have a good time. But if you hurt her, if you hurt her, I will do to you what you did to her. And I also want you to know, I have 40 acres and a lot of friends on the police department.
1: <laughs> I don't know if you ever met my friend, David, in Houston. He was a lawyer. Uh, um, no, he was at the wedding, but you may not have met him. Anyway, uh, when we first found out uh, he was having his first daughter, and, I, and we were having some beers, and and uh, David was uh reserve army. He was in the JAG, and he served in kosovo and um he went to new orleans during katrina and oh a couple of tours in afghanistan i think anyway um we had a whole plan for when his daughter got old enough to start dating that uh he was just going to be sitting there cleaning a weapon and i was going to be the straight man because son he hasn't been the same since he got back from the sandbox um <laughs> I'd be careful. We never know when he's going to (laughs) snap. We never know what's going to set him off. And he loves that little girl. (laughs) Just play it up. And he was going to stare dead-eyed at the wall.
0: (laughs) Oh, man, no. No, Babe's got a little friend. He was over cooking, you know. They're baking cookies.
1: Is that what they Uh, call it
0: now? No, it's under wife supervision. Okay. When I was working in the basement on... You know my favorite home improvement projects. Um, <laughs> I want to ask
1: about the pedestal sinks when you're done with this, but go ahead.
0: Fucking garbage, okay? <laughs> pedestal sinks are finished
1: Finish the cookie story. We'll come back. I didn't oh, mean no, to. Sorry, I didn't I mean to set story. you off.
0: I just kept going through the room with you know power tools and hammer <laughs> I just kind of you know wave at him with the with the, the <laughs> you know. He <laughs> gave him the <laughs> 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 nice. <laughs> The pedestal sinks are hot i hate them they're, they're just, okay
1: now is it installing or removing because i've got one my wife wants taken out and i've been like stalling that project desperately
0: it, it, removing would be easy it, I, i'm talking about replacing the sink oh jesus but the um the the uh, faucet okay so we had a basement, we haven't had a basement, no, we still have the basement, we have a basement bathroom. Um, the, the, the previous owner has painted like silver metallic paint, um, and they dragged kind of like a trowel through it, so it had like, you ever seen like a house, you go in there and they have like, the guy put drywall mud on the ceiling and then put the trowel and made little swirlies in it? Yes. Did that he with did. the metallic
1: silver paint? Yes.
0: And then the ceiling was a, was a knockdown ceiling, and he took the sanded paint, you know, texture paint. hmm they put glitter in there, and the color was like camel khaki, olive drab, but it had Opposite glitter. Was it
1: the silver wall?
0: Oh yeah, it was. It, oh, it, do you have before
1: pictures? Because I might need those for the for the website.
0: Not broke the camera, but um, damn it, it was terrible. So over the holidays, I'm like, that's it. I've got time. You know, two coats of kills. Good for what ails you. Good for what ails you. And so I, I get the whole room painted, looks nice. Uh, um, we have a new light fixture. And again, you know, I've a I've, previous episode I've talked about what a rotten electrician the owners were. And nice callback, here. by the way. Callback. So I've got a new light fixture. I open it up. I was like, yes, there's a box in the wall, but the screws to mount the fixture to the wall line up with the screws that mount the uh, the brace um, to, the, to the box so there's two other holes i in my own frustration of trying to find a screw that works i just went and bought a tap and tie hold <laughs> <laughs> them out <laughs> I made them made them whatever size i wanted so i got that done got to use loctite thread lock for the first time got that done got the fixture done put up this put up the new towel bar And now the sink, which was the silver futuristic uh, piece of shit, Um, but it did go with the silver wall, had to be replaced. So previous owners, they love plumber's putty. So as I'm breaking, you know, the the water supply lines where they go up into the faucet. Sure. um, They've got Teflon tape all over that shit, which I'm sitting there going, I don't think you need it on the water supply lines. So I pull that out. I get the, the – the, here's what sucks about it. when you watch a video on how to replace a sink, that plumber, he's like, oh, yeah, you just reach up here, puts the wrench on it, and he gets – <laughs> You're reaching up. You're typically lying on your back with one arm with your on your arm behind head. your head. Yes. And you're trying to get enough torque to, to, to kind of break that.
1: And it's about and a, a so- quarter of an inch on either side of what you're trying to break. So there's not yes. even enough room to get what you need.
0: Yes. So I get that done and he has put plumber's putty on top of that. This is like that little plastic nut that'll set the attach the faucet to the sink. Yep. He's put plumber's putty under that. So you're up there and you, you get it broke and you get it like unscrewed and all this crap falls in your face. Now you're mad. You do the other one. The other one won't break loose. My solution was to go to the faucet, get a screwdriver, get it under the faucet, and then just keep prying up, hoping that I would get <laughs> enough. Uh... <laughs> Make your own torque. So I finally, I actually loosened it up. So now I can take the nut off. No problem. Again, more plumber's putty. I take the sit, the, the faucet off. And he like applied it with a drywall, like drywall compound. I mean, he just, like, slay him down this big old blob of plumber's putty and then stuffed the sink on top of it. So I got to clean all that shit up. What sucks about breaking the P-trap and the, and the uh, you know, the, the the flash pipe or whatever the hell that's called, the, you know, downspout.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you.
0: But, yeah, breaking that is you you can't get a wrench on there. And if you can, you can only get that wrench to go, like, you know, yeah. an eighth of an inch at the time. So you're up there going, you know, eh, eh,
1: eh, 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 eh. Yeah. carpal tunnel all the way. Um,
0: get all that shit broken, start putting it back together. And the motherfucker has taken all the washers out of everything, including the water supply lines. The reason he had all this Teflon tape up there is because there were because no washers. He put the washers out and then just crank that up as tight as they would go, which I found out when I, I go okay, well, he's got Teflon tapes. I'll put the Teflon tape. I'm like, I still don't think this is right. I screw the water supply lines. I go out. I'm thinking, okay, the water supply lines are screwed up. I go out. I buy new ones. I don't know that the washers are gone until I get the new ones and I'm looking at it and I pull down the old one. <laughs> I spent 20 bucks. I could have spent three.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but now you know. See, it's the, it's the price of an education. But I would have probably done the same thing, quite frankly.
0: All the washers are gone. Even the little connectors to the P-trap into the wall. He took the washers out of those as well. So, I, you know, I, I think I made like five, maybe six trips to the hardware store.
1: Oh, that's the worst. When you it's a progressive issue that you don't notice when you begin or you don't know when you begin and then you get into it and you're like, damn it, I need more. (laughs) Damn it. I need this now. Oh, I hate, that's the worst feeling. Cause at some point somebody's going to recognize you at the hardware store and go back again. Huh? Uh (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Wise ass. I'm back again. If you could have helped me out the first time I was here, Hey, do you have X, Y, and Z? Why? (laughs) No. Do I need X, Y, and Z jackhole?
0: Yeah, exactly. Oh, hey, what are you getting mad at me for? I go, you're right, it's misdirected. But uh, you're the one who stepped up and volunteered for this today.
1: <laughs> so fuck off, fuckhole. <laughs> I'm like I, watching. I heard our explicit rating, by the way, so I just want to
0: throw oh, that in there. No, I'm like watching like the plumber videos, right? And, and you know, I, I watched the, this old house video. And he's like, yeah, you just break the nut. And you're like, well, shit, that's easy. And then you're like, oh, yeah, but he can get to the whole fucking yeah. in Washington. I,
1: I had the same problem in one of the houses, and I spent a whole weekend just trying to break it, and I never could. I had to pay somebody to come out and do it because I couldn't. I went and bought all the tools, I watched the videos. I couldn't get enough torque on it to break it. I was so afraid I was going to strip the shit out of it. Just by the time I got to that point, I was so pissed off. I was like, if I pull on this thing anymore, I'm going to strip it. And I'm never going to get it out of here and not be able to put in my wife's shiny new fixture. So I was like, call a fucking plumber. I'm done.
0: And he was probably but better hey, for hey, my hey, marriage. Once you get stuff broken free, you know, it'll be no problem. And, I, and it, to be honest, I just take the water. If you're taking out the whole sink, take the water supply lines off and then just take off the wall.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, I, I, she's got to decide on a, on a replacement fixture. My concern is I think, because I think it was a put in as a new build. So I think it's grouted into the floor. So I'm going to have to bust that up in this tile floor, but, um, but if she, she, <laughs> that's going to be my one requirement is whatever she buys covers up that hole. Cause I don't do tile work.
0: <laughs> I'm good at tile work.
1: Okay. Well we'll bring you down and you can fix it.
0: For the one 4, by four tile? Yes.
1: Hey. <laughs> well, it's, it's got a round bottom. So it's kind of like a half oval. And so oh. it's not going to be a square. It's going to have to be cut. Oh,
0: no, they cut the tile to of I think.
1: I'm not sure. It looks like it's sitting. It doesn't look like it's sitting on top. I'm not going to know until I pull it out. But I don't oh. think it, it doesn't look like it's sitting on top. It just looks like they cut and then placed. So if that's the case, i might have this little... Horse, horseshoe shaped um, hole on oh. the floor, but I may not give a fuck. Um, <laughs> okay, I have I have one more thing, and then we'll wrap it up, I, because I am I am one of those the standard bearers for the this, and I want to see where you come down. Die Hard, Christmas movie or not? Christmas movie, of course. Thank it's you. Everywhere.
0: Those reindeer games.
1: (laughs) You know what else? (laughs) Lethal Weapon. Callback to... Also a Christmas movie. Iron Man 3. Christmas movie. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Christmas
0: movie. Shane Black loves a Christmas movie. And he loves warehouses or abandoned shipyards. Yes, exactly. Batman Returns. Christmas movie. (sighs) Yes, yes, yes.
1: So I am in a uh, Slack channel war with one of my teammates, about whether or not Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Of course, most people are coming down on my side, so I'm winning, but she's adamant. And when someone else said, well, that movie could take place any other time of the year and it wouldn't matter. I'm like, you could say that about any movie. The response yeah. was, you can't say that about The Grinch. I said, sure you can. How The Grinch Stole Independence Day. See, I just did it. Yeah, he does,
0: <laughs> he's tired of the fireworks. He goes yeah, down exactly. and
1: burns the village to the ground. Mother's Day would work. Because then there's all the hooing and highing and gifts and gabs, and he doesn't have a mother. He exactly. has no heart. Exactly. <laughs> you could do the Grinch anytime. That's not your best argument. <laughs> so, so, uh, long.
0: Thin. What's that? Some of them get a little thin, but you know. Okay. What
1: well, was funny? Because today I found this. Uh, someone much cleverer than I had made a uh, like a D and D alignment chart. Is this a Christmas movie? So for like lawful good, chaotic good, and and it had descriptors for each and I'll throw it up somewhere. But uh, essentially, Die Hard came down at the very worst as neutral because uh, it takes place at Christmas time, you know, neutral. But above it, it says a holiday, a Christmas event is a driving force in the story, which was chaotic good. I'm like, well, the Christmas party is a driving event in the story. So if that's the case, then Die Hard is a chaotic good Christmas movie. And I think that maybe the best description ever of diehard chaotic good christmas
0: movie <laughs> Did i tell you i used a 10-sided dnd dice in my last company staff meeting. you did you did <laughs> i think we talked about that
1: last time i liked it it was your your uh mark 110s or something
0: yes the company's 10 principles and and you know
1: oops i said the company name sorry
0: i know that's okay uh, but yes, I held it up to the camera and was like, here we go. 10 sided ice, Boom. Kill the wizard. Oh, yeah. By the way. <laughs>
1: Damn. No treasure for you.
0: <laughs> I also announced baby Jesus' birthday during well, Sunday.
1: As one should. Um, I mean, it's the reason for the season. That and Mariah
0: Carey, I think. So Baby Jesus so-and-so. <laughs> throw it in there. And it's a Zoom meeting and I always read the comments as they're scrolling through and, and there's very, several staffers are very irreverent. And so you'll, you'll be sitting there and something will scroll through that'll say, you know, somebody asked, what is your goal for 2020? This is earlier the year. And one to make it out alive? <laughs> one of the estimators writes, win big jobs, ride fat hogs. <laughs> like this person
1: now of course the dice clay in me wants to know is he talking about motorcycles yes yes he is
0: he actually then then very quickly after this post comes up and says talk about motorcycles Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i'm not the only dice man in the crowd so every time we do our staff meeting i gotta watch the scroll because at some point during the staff meeting he just types big jobs bad hogs. <laughs> like, cuz he knows you're not you're playing along that's good oh, yeah. because he could see me like going da 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 da
1: okay <laughs> he knows what he got you see with my ongoing defense of diehard um, you can post gifs like, there's an automatic you use slack if you hit look, there's a couple of you know built-in commands where it'll pull up gifs for you and there's one that says uh it's him standing by the busted window welcome to the party pal i love that one <laughs> and there's, come out to the coast we'll have a few laughs so we were supposed to make like a like an elf avatar for for a contest and a lot of people were like, you know, picking and choosing, like, you know, they were making them look like one of the elf generator programs or okay. like, it was like Michael Scott in Christmas attire, you know, that sort of thing. Well, I found someone had taken the picture of Bruce Willis in the air vent like this. Can't see it. And then he plastered a Santa hat on him. <laughs> so... Of course, I couldn't just, like, use Microsoft Paint in Citrix. I had to t- send it to myself at home, break out the Photoshop, Jimmy it up. And so, <laughs> the way I ended up putting it, it looks like he's trying to crawl out of this little frame that we're supposed to use. <laughs> and you are supposed to give the elf a name. So, I, called, <laughs> of course, I named my elf Yippy Kaye. There we go. <laughs> it's the only possible elf name for that. Which, <laughs> which drew, drew much applause today when I posted it. So was proud of that anyway it's all right, always so. good
0: to be one that pushes that thing you know where i always i always I've, I've sat on the fun committees you know and they're i may have told you this when we did like a family feud event right so it's a company family feud event and the one guy comes to me before the event who's going to be like the host of family feud and he says yeah he goes i saw the makeup of your team and i'm just telling you we got a plan what do you mean you got a plan he goes you're not going to take over. You guys aren't going to, you're not going to steamroll me. I got a plan. We got to, we're going to peak you guys in control. And I'm, I'm sitting and I'm eating my lunch. Right. So I sit sitting there in the sandwich and I'm like, did you just like challenge me or something?
1: Yeah. That and was goes, a poor plan.
0: He goes, well, what do you mean? I go, you, you, you did. I go, you just threw down a gauntlet. Are you stupid or what? It he was, what, Because you think you can get me? You think you're going to get me? And I'm like, game over. He don't so he, know you very well, do he? No. So he, we did company photos for ID badges. And he was taking his. I was behind the photographer making him laugh. So I got a picture of this guy coming on. I take this photo because for whatever reason, the photographer didn't delete it. <laughs> and I blow his face up and I cut, him you know, about yay big. I get some paint sticks from Home Depot, I print out like 20 copies of it, cut it out, laminate it, staple it to the the paint sticks, hand them out to the room before he comes in. I've also made two giant posters with his same picture. One I put on Ric Flair's body and it says, Brian time, woo. And the other one was like, we love so-and-so. And I put two posters in the audience, right? So he comes in, and he's like, "Hey, all right, let's play Family Feud." And he looks out all of it, and he, everybody puts it up in front of their face. <laughs> so now there's twenty of him staring back at him. He kind of it's thrown him off. He he can't do anything. I have put sound effects on my phone. I have a Bluetooth speaker, so when he announces our team, I'm playing Cheers. You <laughs> make an answer. I play a cheer. If it's a strike, I boo. <laughs> so now he's completely thrown off and he's, he's finally got his composure back and I look out in the audience, I kind of do one of these and the two girls stand up with these I mean, six foot posters Woo! <laughs> <laughs> we leave the game, I was like you this is on you
1: <laughs> You have no one but yourself to blame you,
0: you started this i ended it no, that's our awesome. war
1: if you don't have the ammo to fight it
0: no and one of my family few questions was name a cartoon character that doesn't wear any pants so i went porky pig and they go not on there so i play the sound effect and as i'm walking away <laughs> i need to do a little impulse control i go how the fuck is it not porky pig they got i got, when, women, I mean, when chicks drive around with no underwear, the car, they call it Porky Piggy. How is that not an answer?
1: <laughs> I think I was struggling with what the title was going to be, but I think it's now, they call it Porky Piggy. <laughs> <laughs> it was either that or the one with too much Kid Rock talk. But I yeah. think... We- <laughs> Oh, and so
0: I think we're done. <laughs> oh, okay. um, so, so, what, so in your book on podcasting, yes. are we supposed to be acting like we're talking to a third person that we can't see? Or does us just talking to each other count? No,
1: we're. It's a, this is what they call a two-hander. And we don't charge extra for it. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, no, it's a conversation between two people. So we're doing this, believe it or not, the right way. We were just ahead of our time. We've been we've been doing two-handers for decades. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Bruce, do you do the two-handers? <laughs> I wish you could see that. And actually, hopefully, before the month is over, all of this video will be up. I've uh, enlisted our our producer. Um, he's going to take a look at the video over the over his Christmas break and. Do what he can to edit this into some useful. So uh, look look for a YouTube channel to be added soon to slurptoast.com. Boom. I know one other thing we were going to talk about. You have some new stuff up on Slurp Shop, and I need an explanation.
0: What's oh, with the badminton okay. stuff? The badminton stuff. All right. So there's an artist called Clay's Oldenburg, and he's a pop artist, and he does a lot of this, like, oversized um, just objects, okay? You know, right. mundane objects, big and big. He's got a sculpture up in Minneapolis, St. Paul, which is a big spoon with a big giant cherry. He's got one that's like a printer's correction wheel in Washington, D.C. So he did. Clearly not s- working. Yeah. 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 So he did a series of shuttlecocks. And these things are about. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. You said cock.
1: <laughs> no, you said cock. Uh, uh, <laughs> Anyway, shuttlecock. Mm. Easy, Beavis.
0: <laughs> he was so much fun. I mean, yeah. There's people that I miss from prior shows. I miss Chris. I miss Ozine. I mean, I really do, because Ozine was just so... High so, all the time. High all the time. Go on break and hide in the bathroom. Come out. Eyes are just screaming red. Look at that thing behind you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, hey! I'm colored dandies. How do y'all pick up white women? You're like, <laughs> how do you pick up black women? You just say to them, "Hey, you, me, what a fuck." It's like that works. He's like, yeah. I was like, wow, that that was white girls. Yeah, no. Well, yeah.
1: <laughs> not the right ones. Uh, <laughs> uh, you'd really have had to know. Yeah, no. I those two guys were
0: uh, were formative for certain. Yeah, I mean, yes. The shit that, yeah, that stuck with me. And the barbecue sauce and, yeah. and the rest. <laughs> but that's, a, that's another show title. I uh, saved that one. <laughs> yeah, I was telling somebody that story. And I was doing the voices and everything. You know. But yo, man, you doing it? Anyway, so um, shuttlecocks. Giant, like 10, 10, I don't know if they're 15. 15 might be too much, but they're about 10, 12 feet high. And giant, oversized shuttlecocks, and we don't have, you know, like St. Louis has the arch. Um, we had a cow on a pedestal, which isn't like the greatest sort of city icon. So a lot of times they do the uh, shuttlecocks from the art museum. Okay. But to go into like the art major hat, if you're standing up at the at at, at the building, there's a long green field in front of it. And so when you look down this long green field and you see these giant shuttlecocks, it, it kind of changes the way that you perceive the uh, museum grounds because <laughs> shuttlecock is that big. These are 15, so now everything just kind of makes it become smaller. So that's why I did those. Okay. So so he's got some some interesting
1: – I can't say the word now. Shuttlecock pieces. Mm-hmm. And I really shouldn't enunciate that so well. Shuttlecock pieces on our – Ecom, yeah, my beer's been empty. <laughs> if I may quote Bob and Doug McKenzie, yeah, that beer's empty. Um, <laughs> uh, on no, the slurpshop.com, our e commerce store with Steve's wonderful designs, uh, you can find that as a t shirt, and I believe it's a mask I saw as well.
0: A mask. Yeah. So,
1: if what you is want cocks t- on your face. <laughs>
0: Go to, slur-
1: go to slurpshop.com <laughs> i know for a fact we're done now Slurpstoast.com is your home for all of this nonsense <laughs> this was episode 11 we call it porky pigging and <laughs> we'll see you next time bye
0: <laughs> oh man